0: Secretary General Fiki, Sanjay Baru's interview simply with Superna.
1: Thank you so much, Sanjay, for doing this for me. And uh, congratulations on the new role.
0: Thank you. And we have a staff of 200. Mm. I'm just trying to get to know them. Mm. You know, who are my assets? Who are the liabilities? So,
1: what's <laughs> in store with the startup fraternity and Fiki?
0: Well, you know, that's one area where uh, we have not been that active in the past. And I think increasingly there's uh, focus because we have, you see, FIKI is a federation. It's a federation of Indian uh, Chamber of, uh, Indian uh, Chambers of Commerce and Industry. Mm -hmm. And one of our members is NASCOM. Right. Uh, So we have lots of other uh, business organizations that are part of FIKI. Okay. Uh, And many of them are active on the startup front.
1: Right. But with you coming in, will the focus shift to the entrepreneurial uh, stream? I hope so. Okay. I hope so.
0: I mean, right now, my priority, I'll tell you very honestly, is one to bring down the average age of Fiki membership. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, to go to the next generation. Right. I find, for example, that a lot of our members are uh, people who are no longer running their own companies, but their children are running the companies. Correct. And I'm saying to them that why is it that your you know son or daughter is running the company? and you come to Mm FIKI, they should be coming to FIKI because you are coming to FIKI when you are running the company.
2: Mm -hmm. Now you
0: kind of retired and you know doing Mm -hmm. nothing and Mm -hmm. so I think uh, my uh, hope, uh, objective is to make sure that the younger generation which is today actually running companies get involved with FIKI. And two is to improve the gender balance. Oh, wow. We have, we have a, recently a national executive committee meeting in Mumbai. Mm? And I think about 60 people in the room, there are only two women.
2: Wow. Mm. And I said
0: this is not, not acceptable. Right. Right.
2: Mm.
1: With a new age business, especially in the online space, there seems to be a regulatory body which is amiss. Would FIKI play a role in advocating that uh, with the government?
0: Well, you know, right now our focus is on uh, actually reducing regulation mm-hmm. because there's a f- very strong feeling in Indian business that over the last decade uh, we have gone f- to the other extreme right. of over regulation. Correct. In fact, one of the submissions I made to the Minister for Commerce and Industry, Suresh Prabhu, mm-hmm. last week, which he immediately accepted and announced yesterday,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, that he's setting up a committee to examine. The role of regulatory organizations. One of the sub- submissions we made was, you know, this. We, we seem to be moving towards a regulation Raj. Mm-hmm. and we want to end that. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that in certain areas, like uh, internet, like internet uh, functioning of, you know, com- uh, firms in that space, right? Um, you know, there should not be any regulation. I, many countries have it. Of course, China has gone to the other extreme mm. of completely shutting out foreign companies. Okay. But we keep telling American companies, whether it's Facebook or Google or Twitter, you're making millions out of India. Right. You know. And right. what is India getting? Correct. Yeah. I'm sure there's something everybody is getting by using all of this. Hmm. But I think in terms of revenues, hmm. um, there's a need to look at some of these issues.
1: Sure. Also, in terms of the ease of doing business, somewhere down the line, I think, India is not perceived as a country where it's very Absolutely. easy to do business.
0: Absolutely. I mean, just this morning, the media has reported that uh, India's rank has improved in the ease of doing business and I know there is a conscious attempt by this government, uh, by the Modi government, uh, to improve the uh, ranking and the, over the last three years, you know, they have looked at every single indicator going into the ease of doing business, hmm. uh, index which the World Bank constructs. Right and now we are at 40 okay so you know you can say okay we have improved we were somewhere whatever 97 we are now 40 right but the perception internationally mm-hmm. is that india is still a difficult place to do business right i think the one way of dealing with that perception is to say that India is not just one country; mm-hmm. it's what 28 different states, mm-hmm. and so it's easier to do business in some parts of India than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, as an organisation, FIKI, of course, can't say that because all our members come from all states. Right. But certainly, Indian investors know that it's easier to do business, let's say, in Gujarat than in Bengal. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so therefore, there the, there is a perception, you know, which is the part of the India to go to. Right. Overall, India may be still difficult to do business in, but there are parts of India. Which are not that. But big
1: why, big. according to you, uh, it's easier to do business in Gujarat?
0: Oh, because I think Gujarat, for, first of all, has an entrepreneurial tradition. Right. I mean, the business community in Gujarat is a thriving community. Right. You know, when I was the editor uh, of the Financial Express and the Business Standard, we discovered that the only state in India that has a full fledged pink financial newspaper hmm. in the local language hmm. is Gujarat. Acha. And in fact, the circulation of the Gujarati version Hmm. of the uh, financial express or business standard was higher than the English version.
1: Okay. Wow. So it's
0: one state where people who operate in their mother tongue hmm. are making money. Right. They are into jewelry. They are into bullion. They are into share market. They, you know, they are into business. So right. that is, that is uh, you know, yeah. Gujarat.
1: In fact, I think um, the very fact because of this perception and also the ground reality in terms of the ease of doing business and sometimes even shutting down businesses, that's like a huge deal as far as India is concerned, the ecosystem has developed more so from the private entrepreneur in terms of you know mentors coming into play angel investors coming into play what is your opinion uh, you know between the difference of the ecosystem as far as the startup ecosystem is concerned between india and the west
0: well you know um, this is still relatively new in india okay. the idea that you can uh, get money from someone who's willing to trust you mm-hmm. because you have, you have an idea you have, and then if you succeed you you go big time. Um, I mean in the United States this is now well established. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, here I think there are parts of India where these things are uh, these initiatives are doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as in every other activity, there will always be people who misuse the opportunity that they get. Mm-hmm. But I think what um, we are seeing happening now and I think Prime Minister Modi has kind of hit the nail on the head uh, is that there is a new culture, new mm-hmm. generation which wants to do its own thing. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be 95 employees of others.
2: Right.
0: Uh, they want to try their hand at business mm-hmm. and many young people are doing that. They're succeeding,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, including young women. I mm-hmm. mean, I, my daughter has a friend who's started a yoga class Mm -hmm. but not just a yoga class Mm. with music and therapy and you know all in one room and you know so these are startups uh, young people are doing right um where all they need is some seed capital to get a room to get a Basic, uh, you know, um, physical premises, right. but they're full of ideas, and Correct. they're all experimenting. Right. So I think it's a new thing. It's not there in my generation. Right. We're certainly there today.
1: But you're open to supporting uh, the young, absolutely, thing, especially I, I, as the head of Fiki.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. I think we need to move on uh, from uh, Fiki. Is basically even today in the traditional industries. Hmm. Um, and I think that will remain the strength of FIKI, okay. that, that will remain the focus of FIKI for some time to come because after yeah. all in a country like India, you these are the core industries, whether it's cement or steel or automobile, infrastructure, yeah. infrastructure <laughs> you know, the, the manufacturing sector, the services sector, okay. banking, so focus finance, remains that. those will remain mm-hmm. the focus. Okay. But I think at the edge we need to have a uh, program. We do have a program. For, for example, we are we are uh, working with the Department of Science and Technology mm-hmm. uh, to take young entrepreneurs with ideas in science and technology, okay. entrepreneurial uh, ideas, right. uh, to Africa. Okay. Because the African governments are saying, look, we don't want money. You know, the Chinese give us money, and you know, we don't want money. Uh, we want ideas. Okay.
2: You know? mm-hmm. and
0: your country is a country full of young people with ideas. Mm-hmm. Come and teach us, Africans, how to do this, you know. Okay. And, uh, you know, Indians are better at that than either the Americans or the Europeans because we are at a similar level of development. Right. So if there is some young entrepreneur who succeeded in Rajasthan, he'll probably be able to convince a counterpart in Kenya or Ethiopia that, look, it's possible, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're coming from California and you try to tell somebody in Ethiopia, look, guy, I've done it, right. you're going to say, no, you know, your environment is different right. from mine.
2: Sure, so I think sure. India
0: has the option now to actually export the idea of startups, of venture okay. capital.
1: Okay, great. You as an individual, you've worked under the very high pressure situations. I think probably one of the most stressful jobs, I guess. Uh, you would have handled. How do you handle stress if I were to ask you in three bullet points?
0: <laughs> well, first, laugh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, okay. Laugh.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's no Laugh actual, at all
1: that's happening around laugh you. Laugh uh,
0: You know, it's very important. If you get stressed by your, the situation, you're never going to deal with it. Right. So my attitude, I guess the first thing I would say is, uh, remember that, that, you know, this is a ride. You know, right now you're on this ride. Right. There've been others before you on this ride, right. there'll be others after you wow. on this ride. Wow. Right. So enjoy the ride. Sure. You know, it's going to have its ups and downs, you'll have the potholes, you have the bumps, you know, all mm. of this part of the ride. Mm. So I think one you you need you shouldn't take yourself too seriously. Okay. In any job.
2: Okay.
0: I think a lot of the problem with people as they go up the hierarchy is they tend to take themselves. Too seriously. seriously. They think that the world's burdens are resting on their shoulder. This organization will collapse if I'm no longer there. Right. You know, this you remember there used to be this question after Nehru who Hmm. you know. Hmm. You will find after Nehru Lal Badu Shastri. And life still goes on. Life goes on. Hmm. Right? Hmm. So that's true for every organization. Right. There'll always be a Lal Bahadur Shastri you can take it forward. Right.
2: right, right.
0: So I think that's first that okay. you shouldn't take it too seriously. Mm. I think there are standard distressing techniques. I like walking. Okay. I like walking, mm. and uh, um, I used to do quite a lot of uh, walking.
1: And yoga. You're a yoga. I, now artist. I do yoga. Yeah. Now
0: I do yoga. I mean, I wish I'd started it earlier. Okay. Uh, but um, I was a walker. And um, and then I like cooking.
1: You like cooking? Wow!
0: That's my real distress.
1: Excellent. What's the best dish that you uh, you know claim?
0: Uh, I can cook quite a bit. I mean, I, I'm a traditional. I'm not a um, Michelin kind <laughs> start. of oh, star cook. <laughs> I cook uh, mostly stuff from my part of India. I'm from Andhra Pradesh. Right. So I cook a lot of Andhra stuff. Wow. You know, so I cook very good dal. Uh, fish curry. Fish curry. Uh, yeah. Fish curry. I haven't cooked much, uh, but uh, good kheema, mutton curry. Nice. You know, uh, I can cook. I can cook quite a bit. All quite right. A bit. And, good. and I find cooking de-stressing.
2: Excellent.
0: Even now, mm. when I'm Secretary General of FIKI, mm. right. I cook in the morning. Okay. Uh, Because for me, after a morning walk, after a yoga, I get into the kitchen, do some cooking and then get to work. (laughs) It's always de-stressing.
1: Excellent. Wonderful. And um, how did uh, the accidental Prime Minister come about? What's the genesis of the book?
0: You know, uh, first of all, I must say, the day I left the Prime Minister's office, uh, I was approached by several publishers.
1: Acha. Yeah.
0: So I left in 2008. Eight right, uh, and from 2009, um, I already was uh, being, uh, you know, quoted by publishers saying you should write a book. Okay, right? You're a journalist. You've been a writer, uh, and there's an opportunity to write. Right. So you should write the book. Hmm. So um, that pressure was there from day one, hmm. uh, but I resisted it for almost four years till 2012. I kept saying no. Acha. Partly, I didn't have time. I was doing something new. I'd got a job with this London-based institute. I was traveling around the world. Um, But in two thousand twelve, Kejriwal happened. Right. And at the same time, something else happened, which now many have forgotten, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: which is the uh, destruction of Manmohan Singh's image within the Congress Party. Right. There were snide attacks by people around Rahul Gandhi. There were snide attacks by people like Digvijay Singh. Mm. You know, a whole lot of uh, mm. uh, people in the Congress party, uh, and there was an d- attempt to get Manmohan Singh to step down as Prime Minister mm. and make Rahul Gandhi Prime Minister. Mm. This started in
2: 2012.
0: Mm. You know, I I now know. I mean, I have some evidence of the game that was happening.
2: Mm.
0: And then this whole uh, jokes about Manmohan Singh does he know how to speak you know he Mm. goes to a dentist and the dentist says at least here open your mouth all those started happening Mm. so I think by the end of 2012 I realized that uh, this man's reputation is in tatters Mm. and I felt I owed him something uh, to write a book
1: wow and contrary to popular belief I mean this is is a
0: stupid reaction of the prime minister's office of his own family they didn't understand the book. After
1: are, reading it? I, believe well, I don't know it. that
0: because I, the reaction came immediately. But actually what the book does is to show that UPA 1 was a great success. Of course, it also shows UPA 2 was a disaster Right. Um, and, and it's not a hagiographical book. I mean, I don't praise him saying he's the best prime minister India ever had. I don't say that. Hmm. Um But I do say in the book that he was probably the best uh, uh, available option mm. for the Congress. Mm. Uh, he was better than the competition. There's a mm. sentence in the book mm. which says that mm. that he was mm. better than the competition. Mm. Um, but he made mistakes. Mm. And in 2009, I told him, don't go for a second term. Mm. you know, uh, just mm. sit at home, uh, retire. right. And imagine if he had done that. I mean, now his kind of image is recovering because this government has made so many mistakes. But Mm -hmm. I think at that time, his image would have been sky high.
1: But, but the aftermath— weren't you surprised by it? It was almost construed as you know, you, you, stupid. Yeah, I I
0: said that on television Hmm. that these guys had no imagination. Hmm. Uh, It was a very silly response. Hmm. Um, But I left it at that. What what do you do?
1: But it's also (laughs) the opposition at that point in time. They took advantage.
0: But they took advantage. Look, mm. you you gave a gift to the opposition. Right. So they took full advantage of the gift given to sure. them.
1: Sure, sure, right. <laughs> so, um, according to you, what are the ideas that India needs today?
0: Ah. <laughs> I don't know. I think there are enough ideas. I think what India needs is for us to get down to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, productivity in India is still way below Asian averages. Mm-hmm. You take any sector. Mm-hmm. Um, i just give you a simple example. I went to a library in China.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: First of all, there are lots of libraries in China. Mm-hmm. So I went to a library in China
2: and packed,
0: mm-hmm. packed with young people. Achha. And there are people sitting outside on the steps waiting for chairs to get emptied. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Waiting, to, like in a movie hall, they were waiting to go into the library. So you have a reading culture.
2: Mm.
0: Now, no Indian city today has a library that is living and thriving. Mm-hmm. There are you know, uh, namesake libraries in Bombay has a few, Calcutta has a few. But why is it that Indian students are not such voracious uh, uh, receivers of knowledge? Mm-hmm. Now, I've heard it from a lot of Indians working in the US that when they go to China, everyone who meets them is sucking up knowledge out of them when they come to india the average reaction of most people they meet is yeah yeah okay you are doing something interesting you know but i know i know this you know I'm, i i am also trying to do this mm. so we are very defensive mm. we we are not willing to say i do not know mm. teach me right right now that's at the students level mm. but agriculture mm. the indian farmer works very hard mm. but look at his productivity compared to the thai farmer or the japanese farmer or mm. the indonesian farmer low mm. Uh, the Indian worker works very hard, mm. but productivity compared to many of the Asian countries. Though. So productivity, which means doing things, it's mm. not about ideas, mm. You know, mm. it's not that somebody has to tell you, oh, India has to do this, no, no, we all know what we have to do. Mm. The mm. challenge is do it.
1: Mm. So you mentioned China. And China has successfully blocked out all international uh, companies as far as the country is concerned. Do you think that can work as far as the internet space
2: is concerned in India?
0: You can't do that. Hmm. We are fundamentally different. We are an open society. Hmm. In fact, there's a lovely line I heard once, I forget from whom now, which said that China is a closed society with an open mind, India is an open society with a a closed
1: mind. mind. And what are we doing to open that
2: mind? Well, that's
0: what I was saying, right? I mean, here, I think our attitude to knowledge is hmm. very different from the Chinese attitude. Mm-hmm. The Chinese are willing to… I, have, I, I wrote a book hmm. called uh, Strategic Consequences of India's Economic Performance.
2: Okay.
0: Within six months, it was translated into Chinese and published wow. in China. Wow. Mm. just my own example. Right. But the number of translations the Chinese oh. have done the sure. number of books that they have published mm. you know so the chinese have been very very active
2: mm.
0: in absorbing knowledge
2: mm.
0: at the same time they're very strict about f- foreign uh, you know companies coming in
2: right
0: we are very liberal with foreign companies coming in mm. but our ability to absorb knowledge is still mm. very limited very limited
1: correct yeah so what you're saying is get onto your ass and start yeah, working exactly
0: <laughs> or oh, get off your butt and start doing stuff
1: <laughs> correct absolutely so um, again through your experience if you were to you know distill it down to just about uh, five bullet points in terms of success or reaching that success what would that be
0: uh, that's a tough one
1: yeah, yeah. yeah frankly, so, let's start with what what according to you is success
0: yeah, you, you, in fact, that's tougher. <laughs> you know, Suparna, I never thought about success. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been someone who has pursued adventure and happiness, okay. not success. Okay when success comes it comes right when it doesn't come you know i it doesn't affect me you know
1: right
0: i have lived through you
1: look like you've reached the state of zen and nirvana no, and nothing is affecting me i'm no, in the pmr like, I'm, I'm not exaggerating <laughs>
0: i'm telling you i have been unemployed twice in my life right right long way back i mean when i was still very young and i had a gr- kid growing up i didn't have a job sure uh, i waited and for 6 months I was at home cooking right. and doing stuff. I got a job. Right. You know, uh, I I don't think it affected my health. Mm. Maybe it made me gray uh, f- earlier than most people. Mm. But um, I think the important thing in life is to seek new experiences. Wow. Uh, mm. And sometimes you get success. Sometimes you don't get success.
2: Right.
0: My favorite uh, uh, proverb or saying is a Chinese saying. Mm. Uh, which says, "A path is made by walking."
1: Right,
0: right. I think it's profound.
1: So you're a doer. Yeah, you're yeah. somebody who's doer, advocating right. that. Come on, yeah. you know, you've got to kind of exactly work. You
0: know, people tell you when you come to the crossroads, you should know whether to go straight or right or left, mm. etc. But you're when and what you'd have a road map. Mm, correct. And I hate the word road map because it says there's a road. Yeah. And you got to draw the map how to get on the road. Right. right. I said why. If I go into the wilderness where there's no road, I make the road.
1: I am reminded of George Harrison's number. Yeah. If you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. Exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. And that's why I like this Chinese proverb: "A path is made by walking." Right. I mean who made the first road? Correct. 2,000 years back. 3,000 years back. Right. Who made the first road? Excellent. Did you know? Okay, you know, Rome is there, and uh, I'm here, and wherever Venice, and that, that's the road, and I would yeah. construct. A, six-lane highway, no, the guys just walked.
1: So success, failure, relative milestones on the way, on the journey. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Not many people know this about you, that you were without (laughs) a job maybe. Yeah, yeah? twice. Well,
0: I mean, even last year. Right. uh, You know, I kind of chose to retire, which was my decision. Mm -hmm. uh, And I I can't say I was unemployed in the technical sense that you know I was thrown out of a job and sitting at home I mm. chose to leave mm. but I just took mm. it easy I read books I wrote a book mm. which was published uh, right. on Rao. so right. I used my free time to write to you know do other things That's and then suddenly the, this job offer came I took it you know and, and I, I I said to myself if I this is probably the last job of I'll get in my life, so why not say yes? <laughs> and not, <laughs>
1: back not
0: back into the PMO again. <laughs> not back into
1: PMO. Okay. And what does failure mean to you?
0: Um, I guess failure would be moving on, doing oh, no. something different. Okay.
1: It's all about moving on. It's all it's about, all about innovating, doing something different, experiences.
0: You fail in doing one thing, yeah. There's a, this friend of mine, Habil Khurakiwala, mm-hmm. who's a businessman in Bombay. And he told me once that his father had said to him, don't be afraid of making a mistake. Right. But never make the same mistake twice.
1: Excellent. How wonderful is that?
0: It's a lovely, I thought.
1: Excellent. Right? Yes. So I think
0: that's it. I mean, don't be afraid of failure. Correct. But don't have the same experience a second Again. time.
1: Yeah. Right? Sure. Excellent. If I were to ask you um, one book you'd like to recommend, besides the accidental <laughs> Prime Minister, of course. What would that be? An inspirational book, especially for the young startup fraternity and the entrepreneurial nature of people.
0: Oh, there are lots of books. What's the one book? I don't know. I mean, The Life of Steve Jobs, probably. You know, <laughs> that I guess most would have already most read. Most would have already read. That's kind of top of the mind. Um, uh, one book that inspired you, maybe. Again, I would say, you know, there's no one book that I can say inspired me. I've read lots of books, but um, uh, the most recent book I read, which was I found very inspirational, was the life of Deng Xiaoping,
1: Achha, okay.
0: the man who made modern China. Nice, you know. Wow. And uh, you see, that guy was put in jail for some 15, 20 years by Mao. He was uh, sudden, he was there, and then suddenly he was nowhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then he came back. And then he's completely changed his country. Hmm. That's an inspirational story, the life of Deng Xiaoping.
1: Excellent. Any apps that you use? Five apps that work for you?
0: WhatsApp, (laughs) Twitter, Uh, you know, Ola Uber. (laughs) Yeah. Those are all ones. Taxi uh, taxi app, the communication app. Um, Yeah, I guess those are the ones. All right.
1: (laughs) And one advice that you would probably give your younger self,
0: my younger self, ah, be, uh, yeah. What what was the basic thing wrong about me when I was younger was I was very impatient. I think if I had been a little more patient, maybe I would I wouldn't have made some of the mistakes I made. Right. So, but you know you define youth with impatience. Correct. Right?
2: Yeah.
0: But uh, I find that if you are young at the same time, know how to hold back. It's a, a lot of people have done better than me in life and who done exactly that. I was an impulsive fellow. I told you, I mean, I've been just do it. <laughs> and you make mistakes. Yeah. And
1: you've learned from them. I learned and from And not repeating so. the same mistake. I, I,
0: I, I can't say I'm not always repeated, but you know, we try not to repeat the same mistake. Thank you so much. Thank you, you for, for, for doing this for Enjoy me. Enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah.